2: The Slaughter Podcast will be discussing topics that some listeners may find disturbing. If you're still listening, you need
3: to take a long, hard look at yourself. Welcome to... Ep- what episode are we on? Four! Oh. Four! Of Slaughter, true crime podcast. Episode of we
2: <laughs> We made it. We've got four. That's legit. Like four's the barrier. Like if you've got three, fuck you. Who gives a shit? Three is like, you can do three of anything. Like I learned three instruments. Can't play them now. Who are you violin? three languages. What happened to you piano? Goodbye trumpet.
3: (laughs) Four's like, that's the thing now. Like this is here to stay. Number
2: four was the recorder. That's the one that I'm a virtuoso (laughs) recorder player.
3: Fourth relationship. Yeah. Not Is that the, the one? Point.
2: So the next one's the one, right?
3: <laughs> no, he's the one. So um, I thought we could start this episode because we've done nothing this week because it's cold and dark. Um, just making a few recommendations of things that we've enjoyed
2: listening, watching, reading. Yeah, um, with <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> with the <laughs> with the podcast, Twitter people sometimes ask like, "Have you heard of this?" or have you heard of this podcast or this murder um and it's nice to have that sort of open dialogue about what people are into and and on the facebook page no one okay. has posted any weird murders yet come on get on there! no and they're us. too busy
3: posting love yeah they did say that we were one of the
2: best um so um someone mentioned had i had we heard about the lobster boy murders yes excellent episode just recently the latest episode of Last Podcast on the Left I'm sure if you're listening to this you're already a fan of Last Podcast on the Left if not make it your new religion
3: yeah I mean I like Last Podcast on the Left but it's not my go-to um but I did listen to the Lobster Boy one and
2: I really enjoyed it. How long did you spend looking at pictures of people with lobster hands? Not that long. I haven't even really... Cause I was, I'm going to say a it. good 40 minutes.
3: Really? Yeah. I wanted to get closer and closer. I did mention it to a student. I mean, my students have realised I'm the teacher who likes talking about murder now.
2: Because his and son um, is like still alive, lobstering
3: really? away. Well, yep. apparently in American Horror Story, they use that. They do like a weird... like. Um, like sort of freak show murder thing in American Horror Story and there's a
2: lobster guy in there and it's sort of based on that. So one of my students was telling me about that. Um, like, you'd think being a co-host of a true murder podcast, I'd be into that. 15 seconds I got into American Horror Story before I was like nope it is,
3: i mean it's ludicrous nightmares for me I, I tried season one watched about four episodes and then i just googled what happened in the rest
2: of the series because i could not be bothered just the soundtrack alone made me shit myself <laughs> i have zero tolerance for scary things can't do it i don't want to be frightened in my leisure time no no um other things i've been enjoying
3: uh guilty feminist particularly with all the election stuff um i would not i would not try and talk about it myself but i think guilty feminist and the guys we fucked podcast uh, both did like a female spin on the election i enjoyed that oh, nice. sophie hagan i follow quite a few of her podcasts um and she she's got a show touring at the moment it's the same one we saw in edinburgh oh yeah i and loved that
2: show it's really good like she mentioned ed gean and we lost our shit we're like. <laughs> oh my God! It's I like know like him too. <laughs> we went up at we went up to it after the show, and Lucy just went nipple belt. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Well, way to introduce yourself." <laughs> yeah. I was
3: like, "You like murder?" Nipple belt. She was like, "Yes, yes, very nice."
2: Um, yeah. So, if you don't know about Ed Gein's Nipple Belt, yeah, where have you been? Where have you been? Check it
3: out. Um, yeah. So that's the stuff I've been enjoying. Um, podcasts generally. Uh, any books that you've you can recommend? No no can you please go on Facebook because <laughs> I want to get some for Christmas please go on the Facebook page S apostrophe laughter recommend true crime books because I'm not
2: definitely I went wa- I need more I went Waterstones today to be like okay I need some books I need to you know get some research in and I was just overwhelmed I was like okay yeah. I need recommendations because there's just too much for me to handle right now so should we talk about some murder yeah things I've been enjoying myself and the murder i'm about to bring you <laughs> i thought you were talking about masturbation then <laughs> no uh, p- who's first this week oh it did sound like it masturbation did sound like didn't
3: masturbate.
2: it <laughs> i've been enjoying myself and a, a nice
3: hot bath
2: and a glass of wine
3: not in the bath not in the bath
2: okay stop Maybe. so i will be doing i'll be bringing you a modern murder this week um, breaking from tradition. One from um, just this year. This year Oh ever, my god. Um, the Spalding double murders became famous for having the youngest couple to commit a double murder.
3: Well thankfully I'm doing an old one after that so if we feel like we can't make jokes because it's too recent for your one we could just rip the shit out of the old one afterwards. Yeah,
2: their families are dead. Yeah, nobody knows them. Okay, am I going first? Yeah. Right, so, um, we have a little bit of a challenge for you here. Um, the spoiling Double Murders, um, like I say, happened this year. and um, Because at the time, as the youngest couple, they were 14 at the time of the murders. So um, their names haven't been released at all to protect their identities. Um, people have different views on protecting murderers, but they were children and they've got a whole life to live that's the decision that we do yeah
3: it's like basically if they're under 18 that's yeah the you don't release media. their names
2: yeah. um so i bet you could find out their names but well there's more reasons why possibly they've also not been released but rather than just saying the girl the boy i feel like we should give them pseudonyms okay for the rest of the episode have you any ideas uh quentin and gabrielle Oh, see, that sounds a little too fabulous. Like, when you hear a bit more about them, they're, they're quite emo. Oh. Like, I don't know, Quentin. There's a lot of bedroom. Oh my god, I'm gonna like totally die lot- if you like. wear that skirt. Oh my god. Falcon. Falcon and Storm. Falcon and Storm. <laughs> Fanaynay. Storm. And Falcon Nightbeard. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, which one's the. Okay, Storm can be the girl, Falcon the boy. Yeah, sounds okay. well right. So, um, Storm Lightning Bane and Falcon Nightbeard um, met at school. They knew each other all through secondary. And then in May 2015, they got together. Started a relationship, 13-year-old relationship though.
3: Like, you're, you're an emo
2: kid, I'm an emo kid,
3: let's be emo together.
2: it almost exactly what it was. Like, she was like, we have the same attitude to life. Is how Storm described it, and she said that many people found Falcon annoying. I thought he was interesting, so he was a bit of an outcast, and like not just an outcast, a quiet guy. Like he was irritating. He was (laughs) he was disruptive, loud. um, Something about teenagers, isn't there, that where they think. I'm the only one to
3: have ever experienced this, and I'm so much deeper than everyone else, and only I understand.
2: It's such a teenage sort of yeah. mindset. You isn't think it? you are the first person to ever those thoughts to cross your mind. Like and everyone you...
3: else is in the system, and you're above it, and you're the only one who's aware
2: and enlightened. Yeah, I mean, we're speaking from experience. Yeah, here. I mean, <laughs> that's exactly how I thought. I was like, I'm different. I'm different to so everyone. I'm, like, no, I'm the fucking same. Everyone's the same. I still bought my clothes from a shop that yeah. produce other clothes. Yeah. Like it happened. all the Um so she was like he's the closest I've ever felt to anyone, he's the one. Um, so they were together for quite a long time. So that was May twenty fifteen, March two thousand sixteen. So her teenage relationship, that's like yeah, that long is long term. That's like marriage. Um so Falcon um, I was gonna call him Falkyor then, that's that's better. Falkyor. um got excluded from the school due to uncontrollable behavior like he didn't having a girlfriend did not get him to pipe down (laughs) um he was still being loud and larry, and he was sent to a special unit which so obviously this is recent yeah this is a bit pretty recent so i think as both people working in education to get sent, we know that to get sent to a special i mean it means
3: you're like rampaging around the school and you have to be
2: violent you have to have you have to have really seriously... Like, you're mouthing off, you're rampaging around the school. You have to have hurt like, somebody, or threatened a te- Like, you have to have been You're re-backed. stomping under the kid's hands.
3: Because yeah, exclusion isn't coming.
2: No. Um, but that didn't stop. Like, she wasn't bothered by that. They continued to, their relationship out of school. Um, and this is around the time that things start to go downhill. So, March the 17th. Storm actually attempted suicide. So oh. 14 years old, she obviously had, beyond the level of just emo self-centred, like mm. she genuinely needed help Yeah. at that time. I mean, sometimes we talk about these murderers that have, you know, gone on to do things and have gone without help for years and years and years. But to be at this level at 14, you know, she was not just... Yeah. She genuinely needed some intervention. Jokes aside, mental health services for teenagers in this country are horrific. I mean... I mean, actually, so for her, she attempted suicide and was admitted to hospital. And then, because of age, she was immediately referred to CAMS, the Mm. um, children, uh, Child and Adolescent Mental Health Services. So she was under surveillance and she was um, aware... Like, authorities were aware of her. Mm. She was uh, flagged up. Um... But her relationship with Falchior did not help things. So, it was very intense. Very intense. Like I said, it was them against the world. Um, So, April 9th, there was a disturbance at the local McDonald's involving Storm, Falkior, and some other people. Now, this took place in Spalding like sort of the Lincolnshire area, mm. which is known as one of the fattest counties in England. <laughs> Boston, one of the parts of Lincolnshire, was actually the fattest town in the UK at one point. So the fact that a lot of these events are centering around McDonald's does high, not surprise me. Highlight of the community, queuing out the door. Yeah.
1: Give us our McDonald's! I mean, Florence.
2: the M1 doesn't even go to Lincolnshire, so... <laughs> <laughs> if you can't get there on the M1, I'm not massively interested. no. Um, them. so there was a, so, um, as the reports go there was a disturbance at this McDonald's and afterwards Falkior and Storm were barricaded in one of their bedrooms for over 12 hours, their parents said they couldn't get them out, they were just totally shut up in there and I I mean, when you have your first teenage boyfriend to be shut sure, up in a room for a long amount of time is not necessarily a worry like, they're getting down do you think? Well Surely they've got parents knocking on the door going, come out, come out. I mean, it'd be hard to concentrate on some... I mean, on con- <laughs> I mean they on did uh, They con- did have a sexual relationship at this point. Um, I mean, being 14, it's totally illegal. But it's said that this is where they first discussed committing murder. And the target of their murder was a lady, Mrs Edwards, and her daughter, Katie. Now, it's said that... Um, Storm had a long standing grudge against this woman hmm. um, it's not clear if she was involved in the st- disturbance at the McDonald's it just says a disturbance I mean again this is so recent loads of the details are specifically being kept out of so
3: they were at McDonald's, they were a, dis- a disturbance but it might not have been them
2: You're causing just saying a disturbance that like signalled their time to go home could just be they run out of no Big marks and like the faties were revolting yeah Okay, I mean the court the, they were only sentenced the tenth um like last week, yeah, um so it's really really um closed a lot of the details um so this is when they first discussed it, and later in her in her interviews, Storm had just said that she'd always thought about committing murder, like it's something that she'd wanted to do for a long time oh, um and I think in mean, there's emo, but then
3: there's, like, that's not normal. Oh, definitely. I mean, like, wanting to drink another teenager's blood, you
2: know. Yeah. Vampire? Hmm.
3: hmm.
2: Murder? No. No. Maybe someone should have said that. Look, a little diagram. That would have been a PowerPoint. A PowerPoint. I, could, I could knock up a wicked PowerPoint. <laughs> Vampire? Good. <laughs> yeah. Murder? Bad. Um... So again, just to reiterate, 14 at the time, but in this case, uh, during the discussions, I mean, normally with couple murderers, I mean, give me, like, your top three couple murderers, you should be able to reel them off. Um, Fred and Rose. Yep. Um, Myra and, what's his face? Ian, Brady, yeah. Um,
3: Thelma and Louise.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mine mine was like the same, Fred and Rose, Ian and Myra, Bonnie and Clyde, right? In all of those scenarios, it's sort of seen as like the man's really in control and the woman is just like enthralled by him and swept up and gone along with it. In all of those cases, the woman is sort of like said to be under their spell Mm. and like coerced. In this case, it's Storm that's the driver. Like she's the one that's instigating the murder, asking him, are you sure you want to do this? Let's do it. Like, come on. Mm. She's definitely the leading force in it. And she actually says um, in her interview, she said, I felt like murdering for quite a while and Falkyor just hates me being upset. So it just sort of happened. My like her goodness. explanation of the, the sequence of events was just, yeah, kind of sort of one thing led to another. Problem with teenagers is they've got all this stuff going on in their minds. I mean, obviously that's
3: not a normal thought to have. But they don't tell anyone anything. They just talk to other teenagers. So teenagers, giving other teenagers advice... It's just, like, the worst concoction known to man. Yeah. And they just, it's very secretive age. Well. So, like, do you think this is a good idea? And, and like, a normal perspective of being, like,
2: definitely not. I just watched, <laughs> before coming here, I watched an episode of Teen Mom UK. <laughs> not as glamorous as the American Teen Mom. <laughs> in the slightest. And there's a couple on there that wanted to live alone so they were living in a caravan with their baby and it was the girl's 18th birthday they're struggling for money they're also living in a caravan he bought her a horse he gave all his savings <laughs> for a horse they couldn't keep it in the field where the caravan was so his mom and dad agreed to let him build a makeshift stable in their garden it was literally a tarpaulin that went from the conservatory to the shed It was about as big as a sofa and the, they shoved the horse in it. It couldn't lie down. Oh my and god! And literally, the people from the so the people from the stables led this horse through the back garden of this semi-detached house, put it into this tarpaulin conservatory, and were like, "Oh, this is fine." Walked off. So and the not just crews that are filming yes. it going. So not okay. just the teenagers that were stupid. I couldn't believe the amount of adults <laughs> yes. that allowed this to happen. And then they were like, "Shock." coming up they have to return the horse of course they fucking do <laughs> there's like five adults here that are due to be prosecuted like oh you can't just keep a horse under a tarpaulin it was mental check it out yeah we'll do <laughs> so anyway <laughs> back to ludicrous just, i don't regularly want <laughs> Farah's crazy i've been watching um
3: i like buried at first sight like, usa all day so i'm not much better
2: um so back to storm and falkiore yeah um april 2nd now so not too long after they first started planning the murder um they meet at the mcdonald's again <laughs> to discuss the plan further Um, Storm talks in her diary about there being a madness inside her and that she felt like death was the only way to solve it. So again, you do start to feel a bit of sympathy, like she obviously is in turmoil and feels like there's no actual solution to it. The next day, April thirteenth, was the day that they start to put their plan into action. God. Um, so the Mrs Edwards, the main victim, worked at a primary school as a dinner lady. Now, this I dispute. I've met a lot of dinner ladies in my time. Yeah. Not one of those bitches wouldn't be able to handle themselves in a knife fight. (laughs) They would be able to fight off a 14-year-old boy. I'm not telling you. They would be able to murder a child uh, with a fish finger at 20 (laughs) paces. They're bulldogs. To be fair, dinner ladies are badass. They're fucking badass. They are like... It's like they've... It's what? I'll either become a dinner lady or a prison guard. Yeah. The food's better here. Like. Yeah, they could launch a steel pan across a room. So the alleged dinner lady. (laughs) She she seems too nice to be a dinner lady. Um, But yeah, so the alleged dinner lady. She went to school. Went uh, to work. Um, Storm and Falkior met straight from school themselves and went to her house. Um, Falcoeur had a backpack with him containing four different knives. Not his fault. Spaulding Boy Scouts always be prepared for a stabbing. <laughs> that is the motto. Or be prepared for a McDonald's fight. Yeah, like shit's going down at McDonald's. Shit does go down. Bring your knife McDonald's. back Um, obviously, which would lead to be the murder weapon. So then, the early hours of April fourteenth miss edwards her daughter katie asleep falchior entered the room of the mum stabbed her immediately in the throat <gasps> said to stop her from screaming making a noise but then smothered her to death so the wounds weren't fatal in the neck literally just to try and silence like really close incredibly i mean for the person you're basically drowning in blood like completely yeah, horrific that is horrific um then so at this point Storm just stood watching Falkior did it all Mm. she'd said to him are you sure you want to do this he said fine Fine. um, off they went they went then went into Katie's room the only difference is that this time the girl refused to go inside and So Storm stayed outside? Stayed outside the room. I think she'd been that freaked out by the first one, going, this is not how I imagined. She says no. She says the thing that was getting to her was the smell of blood. So she asked that Katie be covered with a sheet. So they did the same process. They stabbed in the neck, then smothered. Except this time Katie was covered in a sheet to stop the smell of blood. And later Storm said that she'd planned it so that everything would be clean. I mean, obviously it wasn't. But in her mind, that's the way they wanted it does blood have a smell like iron you get that Mm. like like if you taste it it's like metallic-y
3: yeah i don't think i've ever been around a large amount of blood if i'm honest
2: your periods that sound delightful (laughs) You don't smell of iron (laughs) i feel (laughs) like this podcast isn't catering to men like a rusty old (laughs) My tampon's (laughs) loose. Keep going. (laughs) So, I'm just just letting loose tampon. I just want that image to be in everyone's mind for a moment. Um, (laughs) The next day, um, the police were alerted by a neighbour who was concerned uh, that they hadn't seen them. So it had been about 36 hours later, the police came in and they discover the two bodies exactly as they were. They also discover a mattress downstairs, on it, Falkyra and Storm. Stayed in the house. What did they think, what was the plan? I mean, they knew they were going to get caught then, they were just like... The original plan was to commit suicide. They were going to do the murder and then just immediately end it. And then afterwards, they said, well, once we'd done it, this, the main interviews are with Storm. I mean, Falchior didn't speak much, wasn't... Um, he pled guilty, seemed to regret it. Storm, on the other hand, was all, it was commented that she was really deadpan, no emotion. Mm. She mentioned that afterwards, that we didn't, she said, we didn't feel so bad about it. They decided to have a bath. Always feel better after a bath. Mm. I know the feeling yeah just wash that regret straight off wash that blood right out of my hair (laughs) so they did they had a bath um decided to settle camp downstairs and watched all of the twilight movies (laughs) oh god like if you could have picked the the most emo thing i've ever heard in my entire life yeah they had a twilight marathon they also had snacks it's very the snacks have been mentioned numerous times in reports What snack would you have post-murder? I mean, it's got to be
3: a bloody good snack if it's coming up in all the newspapers. Something creative like cheese with salami wrapped around, dipped in... This is your
2: most creative snack? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. They had ice cream and toasted tea cakes. Uh, Which, in my opinion, 36 hours, I'm going to be hungry in 20 minutes, in 36 hours in a house, I will have eaten about 10 meals. (laughs) Yeah. Don't tell me Toasted tea cakes Don't shit about The toasted tea cakes That's not enough Um, So I I just think They didn't know What to do They thought They were going to Kill themselves They decided Actually We don't want to Go through with it And I think They just thought were trying to just completely escape the reality we'll just sit here and watch TV no no fact and wait in our ice cream, and then think about it later it
3: Was were the snacks brought up because it was considered to be such a blasé food Yeah, it's like oh they didn't even
2: care they had ice
3: cream and toasted
2: yeah, tea definitely. cakes yeah definitely the details no one, that are
3: bandied about no one ju- who regrets things they eat toasted tea cakes and ice cream to be fair you don't do you if you're feeling
2: sad I mean it, I think they were doing everything to try and feel better what do you do when you're sad you have a bath You have dessert. You have some ice Like, that is not someone who feels totally happy. No. Um, So I think they just literally didn't know what to do. Um, But like I said, um, all throughout... So they were caught immediately, taken away. Yeah. Um, Falkiore pleaded guilty to murder. Storm pleaded guilty to manslaughter for not having actually taken part in the murders. But they both ended up with the same sentence. I think due to the lack of sympathy people felt for Storm, Mm. she was in her interviews described as basically upbeat um in tone Gosh. didn't seem bothered admit she didn't feel bad she had during the interview process she was diagnosed with an attachment disorder mm. which i assume you can fill people in as the psychology expert <laughs> um i
3: mean that yeah I've, I've met a kid with an dis- attachment disorder before and spent the day with them just on a boat tour and um you kind of It's sort of that inability to handle your emotions and get really caught up. So when you're forming relationships, just being really sort of distraught at the end of them and over the top, but then sort of apathetic at times as well and not having strong bonds to people who Mm. are actually sort of there for you, like parental figures and things. Um, Yeah. But I don't... Well she was orig- she was it.
2: diagnosed with that during the interview and then a different doctor came and said no and there was a lot of discussion around whether she could have a mental disorder and be capable of rational thought and then the judge basically said look she's planned it in a rational way but then my argument would be to kill anybody is not is evidence of irrational yeah. thought do you not think
3: Unless it's like... I mean, I guess it's like the kind of... If it's a crime,
2: of passion, it's sort of understandable. Um, the boy also diagnosed... They said he had a personality disorder. Basically, he... They said that he can't see himself as being separate from Storm. He is completely wrapped up in her. He does not care. That's just a teenage relationship. He said <laughs> he doesn't care if he lives or dies as so long as she's okay. Like, he is That's just... first love! <laughs> like... <laughs> It's all consuming. Which is basically what they said was the catalyst. It's just the intense toxicity of this relationship is basically what's driven them to it. Um, And of course their identities haven't been released yet. There's a couple of theories about this. I went into a really deep hole on websites. (laughs) Those people are dedicated to the cause. But, I mean, it was quite upsetting as well. The fact that some people find out information i don't like to think where they got it from a lot of stalking on social media of family mm, members involved yeah. that i'm not thrilled about i was thinking about. it would be easy to find out if you would like commit to it um but i mean theories i mean i wouldn't i'm not going to say what the, exactly what they all found um if you want to go on websites and look into it yourself you can do but i wouldn't um broadcast no it but that's fair some theories are that the re- another reason why they still haven't released it, is that they were actually um, that Storm is actually a family member of Mrs. Edwards and Katie is oh. closely related, which would make more sense yeah. with the attachment disorder that you've just described. Mm. Um, other people suggest that maybe they went to the primary school where she worked, and that's where the long-standing grudge yeah. came from that was mentioned. Um, so yeah, if you want to go down that. You can go to web Just to make sure WebSuth. you've got a
3: few hours ready.
2: Yeah, to so dedicate <laughs> definitely. Um, but that was the Spalding double murders. Quite sad. They they've gone to prison inde- they've gone to juvenile indefinitely, which is the same as a life sentence, but for juveniles. My murder this week is Doctor Pritchard. Please tell me he was called Richard. Richard Pritchard. Not that I know of. I want to marry someone called what Pritchard thing, and have a child called Richard. No, he's just, he's just called Doctor Pritchard, Dicky Pritchard, and I use Tricky
3: Dickie Pritchard, <laughs> and I use the term Doctor loosely. It was back was in was the... it was it a PhD? Uh, <laughs> no, it was back in the days where you could just make shit up and no one could check like, so like oh, I'm a doctor, everyone, I'm a doctor. Well, I think he was, I think he sort of did train as a doctor. He basically... How far um, back in the time machine have we gone? He, he was around in the 1840s. <laughs> he was a practising doctor in South Sea in Scotland, which is definitely in the UK. Definitely. We're in the UK
2: this Not week. for long.
3: Build the wall. Oh, wait, we did. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. And we have to just make this uh, just England soon because that's all that will be left. Um... Having come from a naval family, so his family were Navy people. Oh, is that what it means? Yep. He he claimed to have attended King's College London, but when they later, later after all the drama, contacted King's College London, there was no evidence of him having studied there. So he was just a bullshitter,
2: really. Tricky dicky bullshitter. Yeah, yeah. And he got away with it and um it's just I mean to be fair like in the time like when certificates were just handwritten yeah you could just write whatever you wanted I reckon you could get away with it now and like and if now. you lived if you lived in Scotland like have you ever seen what a King what a King's College London's um degree certificate looks like no no you're not gonna know anyone from around there he's like oh yeah I remember him
3: um I re- you could probably get away with it now how many workplaces check certificates just bullshit give yourself a degree could do do. i always have to show my certificates every time i get a new job every six months so
2: they don't trust you no they don't trust me tricky dicky lucy so from 1846 to
3: 1850 he worked as a doctor for the royal navy um traveling all over the world um so this is kind of just after he qualified uh with air quotes and he met mary jane taylor who was a young woman from edinburgh in 1850 and he was like she's brilliant I'm stopping travelling this is Whoa. it she's the one that never happened Stop travelling Um, didn't have any money so he married her and his mother and father-in-law so his mother-in-law and father-in-law uh-huh. paid for him to set up a practice in Yorkshire nice so I think he, there was a little bit of like God's own yeah, county if you fancy stopping travelling we'll pay for a practice for you maybe she had a dowry yeah, sort of like, she's not she's not down with you travelling, we'll sort it out for you. So they've obviously had good parents.
2: How much are your parents having to pay Luke? <laughs> an, an awful lot.
3: One cow and three magic beans. It's all you're worth. That's what I'm worth. Um, so then he had time to have five children with his wife. Because he wasn't travelling anymore. That's free time. Five kids. Um, but he was known as a womaniser in the local area. So, Pritchard was pricking it about. Um, and he joined the Freemasons. So, not a fan. No, an actual arsehole, I, I think. he. So, he was in debt. So, he was womanising a lot. Um, he was spending money he didn't have. He was in debt. Um, he also wanted to add to his studies. So, he was buying some more false qualifications. Just being like, oh, I've got a specialism now. Where he's, like, literally not been away anywhere. Um, And he was having sex with female patients. So if there was a sexy lady came in. um, Um, And I guess he can vet them as well if they come...
2: Well, it was this around the time, like... It was definitely the early 1800s where women were getting diagnosed with hysteria and they believe like as a medical term and they believed that one of the best cures for it was to bring them to orgasm
3: yeah no I heard about this on No Such Thing As A
2: Fish I think there's a really good film I say really good there's a film about it (laughs) it does sound like
3: an iffy film (laughs) on Red Tube
2: (laughs) no on Netflix called Hysteria but it's definitely based in historical fact
3: well where they're just jipping off women yes (laughs) brilliant um, Chipping <laughs> off. <laughs> Chipping up. I've never heard that before. I think I've just made, I'm just matted it up. Um, so <laughs> it sounds about right, though doesn't it? So Pritchard sold his practice in Yorkshire and he moved his family to Glasgow, um, where he carried on shagging female patients. So he'd run out of ones in Yorkshire, uh, so he jipped off the ones in the uh, <laughs> in Glasgow instead, and he was giving lectures. On shit that he had no idea about.
2: <laughs> Very much so, like this. How yeah. this is happening now. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, so in 1863, Elizabeth Girl, a servant of Pritchard, uh, died in a house fire at his house. Now, given.
2: So his house set on fire? His
3: house set on fire. His servant female died. People were suspicious, particularly given what they knew after this but um was she pregnant not that they knew of okay but she had remained like she'd just been lying in bed and she would died and like very often if there's a fire people are like up they're trying to get out they breathe in the smoke and that's how they die it's not that you just sleep through it like usually you'd wake up well they said either she could have been drunk but they said that it could have been that she was already dead or Got that you. she was unconscious because someone had like given her tablets when the fire began. Um, so people now think that he was probably shagging her and she needed to get rid of would she'd, she'd yeah become a bit of a nuisance, so it was an easy way to get rid of her. Don't so, jip on your own doorstep. Yeah, don't jip off women under your own roof. Um, so then he hired Mary McLeod um, uh, to replace her to replace uh, elizabeth gurn and uh, began sleeping with her and he didn't try and conceal his affair at all from his wife he's just just shagging her whenever he felt like she knew all about it and he promised mary Macleod that when his wife died that he would marry her so she would become lady of the manor. um so like she she kind of went along with it for a long time because of that Mrs. Pritchard then started to become
2: ill. No way. No, yeah. So she... Was it from the typhus? Typhus! Yes. No. Really? Oh.
3: She spent a lot of time in bed and her husband was very, very attentive. Of course he was. So he was making her food, making her drinks.
2: Oh, it's just a little arsenic trifle. Yeah. um, She... Nothing to worry about. She, so Mrs. Pritchard declined. Enjoy your phosphorus pudding.
3: <laughs> I mean, he could have been that later. He was shaggy. He was probably shaggy people on the bed next to her. Um, so he, she, her decline was really fast, but she began to recover when she visited her parents. So she stopped looked.
2: eating the arsenic trifle. Yeah,
3: the country air did her good, obviously. Um, so they were like oh yeah no she's getting better she's fine went back home became worse again started puking started being in pain all the time I tell you Do- big A so despite the fact that he was a doctor another doctor came and began to help with her treatment and he became very concerned and he wrote to Mrs Pritchard's brother saying that he was worried about Dr Pritchard's treatment of his of his <sighs> wife so he was like mm- something's not right here what an astute fellow yes and then Dr Pritchard so the brother basically said right well she's going to come live with us then. this is ridiculous and Dr Pritchard went no 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 she's too ill to me She's, she's very ill really ill in fact I think she's going to get more ill so she's going to have to just stay home I'm afraid so instead Mrs Taylor her mother came to help so Mrs Pritchard Began to get better for a while, right? Um, but then both women got really really ill, and uh, Doctor Pritchard summoned a different doctor. He was like, "Screw Doctor Gardler, he's a telltale." So he got Doctor Patterson to come, and
2: he became very suspicious like, of the illness. Just stop getting doctors to come. Like you don't invite people to inspect your crime scene. Yeah, particularly when you're a doctor.
3: Just be like, I'm dealing
2: with it. I'm qualified. Like, would you like to see all the qualifications hanging yeah. on the wall? Why would you ask, ask someone to investigate?
3: Yeah, weird. So he became very suspicious, and he suspected poisoning, but he couldn't prove it, and then Mrs. Taylor died. So, one down. You know, if, you get, if you've get got an annoying mother-in-law, just knock him off. Um, just jip him off. So Mrs. Pritchard became much more ill, and some members of the household had periods of illness i mean it it was so obvious because they'd sneak a bit of the the lady of the house's food because she didn't finish her dinner and then they'd suddenly start vomiting um so if they ate something intended for mrs pritchard they got ill and then they'd recover it was it was ridiculously obvious um mrs pritchard died and mr pritchard signed the death, death certificate himself so he was like, yeah, time of death, I was here, all legit, yeah, um, so in a lot of his letter, probably Dr. Patterson, which was the second doctor he came, was sent to the police saying the deaths were suspicious, and the police started inquiries um but it obviously she's already dead, so a bit late now, Patterson. Yeah, thanks for that. um Dr. Pritchard was arrested, but and they so they originally thought that um." Yeah, so they thought, well, something's going on, so they arrested him. He protested his innocence, and lots of people believed him. So they had all these people saying, oh, no, he's a devoted husband. He'd never do anything like that. Um, the bodies were exhumed, and both contained antimony, which is a poison that uh, was from a plant. So not arsenic oh, this time. it was wrong. Antimony. Um, and Although there was no evidence that Dr. Pritchard bought... Um, I think
2: you'll find it's pronounced Antimonay. Antimonay. anti No me I'm joking anti
3: So I could pick me up Let's edit all this up Although there was no evidence that Dr. Pritchard had bought lethal Quantity of the poison um, He attended uh, Dr. Patterson Testified against him in court um, That he had suspicions But out of the professional etiquette He had not said anything at the time
2: so he sounds was like, like it was out of laziness or
3: don't know make things
2: awkward yeah
3: absolutely it was like i don't want to be
2: weird about it but I think yeah you might be killing your wife i'm pretty sure this makes this guy's a murderer but if i say anything it's going to make things really awkward yeah like it's going to make things a little bit tense in the staff room yeah, yeah basically so he was heavily
3: criticized for keeping quiet people were like if you'd said something Two people would be alive, you're a dick. Um mm. I mean how I, it does make me think how many killers have got away with murder because people thought it was awkward and didn't want to make a fuss. Yeah. Like, well, you might be killing people, or I might be wrong.
2: Yeah, if I'm wrong, I'm gonna look like a twat.
3: Yeah, I mean he might have like Dr. Shipman, he might have murdered seventy two old ladies, but they might have just it might just be a coincidence and I'm gonna look like a twat.
2: Yeah, I don't want him to give me a funny look.
3: Yeah, I don't want to, like, be known as that person. Um, so he did eventually confess to killing his wife. Oh, he did? Yeah, but he tried to make it sound like it was due to her madness, so it's, it was... She made
2: to... me kill her! <laughs> yeah,
3: she was that nuts, hard to do it. So he did not want to seem cold-hearted, and he was hanged in 1865 in front of 100,000
2: people wow crowd pleaser yeah that's the end of episode 4 you're not getting any more from me so you can jip off (laughs) if you enjoyed it go on iTunes, rate,
3: review, subscribe Um, we're on Twitter at slaughterthepod gmail, slaughterthepodcast at gmail.com And on Facebook, please post your weird murders and your book recommendations so we can read through some of those. And have a really nice week. See ya. Bye.